It's Friday, April 12th, and this is TikTok. A big hello to all of our listeners. I'm Andrew Mock, and this is your TikTok podcast with the global news you need to know. Today, we're talking about Amazon Alexa and the recent report that workers are listening in to what you tell the smart home device. The company reportedly employs a global team that transcribes voice commands and feeds them back into the software to help improve its services. Naturally, the news has sparked numerous privacy concerns, including this from Dan Gilmore of the ACLU. It's not enough to engineer these devices well to make sure that you don't accidentally pick something up. If people want to be private, it's pretty important to take a second look around you and look at all of the systems that you have in place and consider, uh, is, is the advantage that they give you really worth the privacy risk? So why is Amazon listening in? Joining me to unpack this story is Matt Day. He's a technology reporter for Bloomberg News in Seattle who got this scoop. Matt, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. So let's start with that obvious question. Why is Amazon listening in? So Amazon is listening in, uh, in short, to improve their product, right? I mean, a lot of the, the marketing around uh, Alexa and all the other voice assistants uh, talks about how, you know, they rely on cutting-edge technology that sort of automatically parses responses and is, you know, very good at understanding human language. But the kind of open secret in the industry is that uh, much of that uh, work is done by humans, right? That that system um, sort of cannot exist without, uh, in some cases, humans annotating data and, and kind of fixing the gaps when, when something goes wrong. So you talk about this open secret in the industry. Who are these employees? What do we know about the teams Amazon is paying to do this? So we know that it's a, it's a mix of uh, both full-time uh, workers at Amazon and, and contractors, and they're spread pretty widely around the world. Uh, most of the uh, Alexa work uh, on the, the software is headquartered in, in Boston for the, the speech recognition that we're talking about here. They also have, have labs in Costa Rica and Romania and India. Um, and it's, it's kind of a, a wide variety of people in our um, our understanding. There's, you know, some of the raw transcribing of, of your voice recordings is done by, you know, college grads and, and sort of recent entrants into the workforce. And then there's some higher level, you know, data mining that, you know, you might require a, an advanced degree or a PhD. So kind of a, a wide collection of humanity doing this, uh, this transcription and this analysis. And help us understand the breadth of how many workers are listening in and how many people they're listening to. So we're really not sure. You know, a source of ours and, and Amazon both say that um, you know it's only a very small portion of all Alexa uh, queries that get transcribed and, and fed into the system. Um, you know, but there's a tremendous volume of stuff uh, being said to Alexa around the world. Amazon says it's billions of queries a month, so you know, presumably there's at least millions of, of transcriptions being made. We're also really not sure exactly how many people are uh, are doing this work of transcription and analysis. Um, we we believe it to be in the thousands. Um, Amazon wouldn't uh, wouldn't confirm a specific number, but uh, but our reporting has has proven that out. That it's a pretty uh, pretty large and pretty globally spread team. And and what do we know about where this data is being stored? We don't know a ton. Um, you know, Amazon in their statement to us has said that it's you know they take uh, all the steps they need to safeguard their data and, and restrict access and make sure stuff is encrypted. Uh, they were they were keen to be very explicit about that. I think for for obvious uh, obvious reasons. But you know, our reporting hasn't uh, hasn't turned up a, a whole lot um, more detail on that. One of the things we did discover though is you know sort of the not sure whether this is Amazon policy or not, but in some cases. You know, the employees doing this reviewing are uh, are sharing um, recordings, are sharing links to recordings to to get help with uh, with parsing a word, or or in some cases to share um, you know something funny that got caught up by uh, by Alexa's uh, recording. And I think for most of our listeners who come across this story, it, this sounds very alarming. What backlash have you come across? 
No, it's, it's been a it's been a real mix. I mean, I think you know the industry would say this is this is so obvious. Everybody knows this, but clearly the the reaction on on Twitter and other news media picking this up suggests that is that is far from the case. Um, people just didn't have a have a sense this was um, this was going on. I mean, some certainly suspected, but you know, just to to have it um, confirmed, I think has has surprised a, a good deal of folks. I mean, it's you know, it's a it's a wide range. You know, some people say, hey, listen, these are the trade-offs we make uh, to get these kind of services, and you know, I don't care. I trust Amazon with uh, with my information, and for that matter, Google and and Apple who do similar work. You know, these are among sort of the most trusted uh, companies anywhere, particularly Amazon. They routinely rank higher than you know most government agencies and and other companies in, in trust rankings. So they say, oh, hey, listen, if Amazon's got it. That's fine. You know, on the other hand, there's folks who've you know taken to the internet and say, hey, this is a great reason to not buy one of these, or, you know, I'm unplugging it in response. And are there any examples of the things we know that these people have heard? Things we know that they've heard, yes. It's, you know, again, a whole wide range of humanity. One of the one of the uh, anecdotes we wrote in, um, in our story was, you know, a woman singing badly, apparently, in the shower, got passed around a, a chat room. You know, there have been there have been some cases that have disturbed people, um, you know, hearing what uh, a couple of... Um, reviewers said appeared to be a sexual assault to their ears. Um, you know, in other cases, you know, just babies crying, you know, just sort of the, the wide swath of life that might accidentally get uh, get caught up, you know, when you have a recording device sitting in the home. Interesting. I wonder uh, if these workers were to come across something that's potentially illegal, uh, do they have the responsibility to turn that over to the authorities? Is that a breach in any way? That is a, that is a super gray area. Um, there's, there's certainly been in the United States a few cases where you know, over the course of investigating a crime, police have gone to Amazon and said, you know, hey, we know this person had an Alexa device in their home. Can we get the recordings to see if there's anything that would indicate, you know, serve as evidence um, for our investigation? And, and Amazon has to varying degrees fought those. Um, but we don't, we haven't heard of any case where Amazon has proactively gone to authorities uh, with anything they've picked up on, on one of their devices. Um, you know, they say that employees who, who hear something disturbing, there is a policy for flagging that internally. Amazon would not go into great detail about what that policy was. They say, you know, only that it exists. But, you know, again, we don't have examples of, you know, any case where Amazon has, has kind of proactively taken it upon themselves to act based on something uh, their reviewers picked up. And let's talk about the need for this in the first place. Obviously, we all want our machines and systems to work better. But is Alexa that bad to begin with? I think Alexa is pretty good, um, and you know Amazon's contention that people are only brought into the loop in rare cases. You know, other other experts say that's that's almost certainly the case. I think there's there's just some things that machines uh, cannot pick up um, automatically, right? Uh, they're they're getting better all the time, but you know, say there's a there's a regional colloquialism that you know just doesn't show up in in a big set of training data based on you know the dictionary and, and television speech and all the other data that's being fed into training these systems you know what if there's a new a new musical artist that uh, Alexa's not familiar with you know that the system can learn some of those things but you know in many cases it's either faster or more accurate to have humans go in and tag you know hey here's Taylor Swift the musical artist you should probably know that name you know rather than you know ask the software to kind of learn on its own there there definitely is a role for humans in in training these systems and to be clear it's it's you know not just Amazon using it you know our reporting indicated Apple and Google are are doing some of this work and, and you know Google for years um, you know has kept humans in the loop to review some uh, search data and and other pieces of their um, their algorithms I know that there's specifically a setting that lets you turn off the option to share your data with Amazon. Uh, how do you do that, first of all? And, and does that really solve the issue? 
You know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't at least eliminate the chance that uh, you might be uh, reviewed by a human being. You can go into your Alexa privacy settings if you have one of these things. There's a, there's a web-based dashboard that you can click through. And you can use that to review uh, your voice recordings. You can delete them there. That's really the only way to make sure that um, you know there's no human in the loop potentially reviewing a small slice of your stuff. You can also Amazon offers a toggle for uh, using your recordings in the development of new features. You can disable that or enable that uh, at will too. But a, a note: if you disable that, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that um, you know Amazon might uh, stumble upon and review one of your recordings over the course of regular quality assurance. It only just eliminates the chance that they use it for for developing a new feature or testing a new feature. And I wonder how secret uh, the process of recording is. I mean, I know if I have my iPhone out and and say anything remotely close to Siri, it wakes up and she starts talking to me. Are Alexa users getting that same prompt? You know, it's it's unclear. Amazon says. Um, you know, they've, they've trained the system and are confident that the system only reacts when uh, Alexa hears the wake word, you know, default, that's uh, Alexa. You can also set it to echo or computer or, or a custom word. Um, but, you know, our, our reviewers that we spoke to uh, uncovered a, a good number of incidents where, you know, there seemed to be uh, no wake word in the recordings they reviewed, right? A, a recording would start with a loud blaring TV or a recording would start with some unintelligible loud noise. Um, so there's clearly some incidents of, of accidental activation. And, you know, it's unclear whether uh, people who are being recorded, you know, know that. Um, uh, Amazon says, and, and we've got no reason to doubt them, that the you know, blue ring at the top of the Alexa lights up in any case where the, the device begins streaming to the cloud. So, so, But sometimes people might not notice that um, if the thing was activated accidentally. Amazon is obviously defending this practice, as you said. It's an open secret in the industry. Uh, is the bigger message here just the reality check of it in that you may think you're talking to a computer, but in a lot of cases, it still takes humans to make these computers work. I think so. Yeah, I mean, there's been just a, just a ton of marketing spin and and hype around uh, advances in artificial intelligence and the abilities of machines to to learn and and spot patterns on their own. And you know, it's all kind of portrayed as this this giant magical experience. And in many cases, it is right. But you know. When it comes to basically any advanced algorithm, there's probably some human being in the loop at, uh, at some stage, whether it's training it, evaluating it, you know, checking in when something goes wrong. You know, your conversations with an AI are you know, not strictly with, uh, with a machine all the time. And real quick, is Amazon going to change this? You know, I don't think so. Um, I would be curious to see if, if they do anything uh, more to disclose the, the existence of humans in the loop, which they don't really talk about much at all. But uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's to be determined at this point whether they do anything. All right, that's all very good to know. Again, I've been speaking with Matt Day. He's a Bloomberg News technology reporter in Seattle. Matt, thanks for speaking with me today. No, thanks for having me. Turning now to other news of the day, here's what's happening. President Trump's ban on transgender soldiers in the U.S. military took effect today. The 14,000 openly transgender people currently serving will be able to continue their service if they get a formal diagnosis of gender dysphoria. Several outstanding lawsuits are challenging the ban, including one from Lambda Legal. Camilla Taylor is an attorney for the group. Regardless of what the practical effect of the Trump administration's discriminatory policy is, it's shaming to trans service members. It sends them a terrible message about their fitness to serve. And it's completely disrespectful. They're putting their lives on the line for us, and we are treating them as though there's something unworthy about them. 
Sir David Attenborough gave a strongly worded warning to policymakers that time is running out to save the planet from the effects of climate change. Speaking at the IMF's spring meeting in Washington, the former British broadcaster and vocal supporter of environmental activism told Chief Christine Lagarde that the clock is ticking to take action. The longer we wait uh, for to do something about it, the worse it will get. So the urgency with which we deal with it could not be exaggerated. But the longer we leave it, the more difficult it will be to do something about it. And finally, Walt Disney has unveiled its Disney Plus streaming service. It's set to launch November 12th and will cost $6.99 a month. That's $4 cheaper than Netflix's most popular plan. The service will include classic animated movies and original series from the company's most popular brands. And even though it's late to the streaming game, Disney CEO Bob Iger says he's confident Disney Plus will be a success. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic. You know, these are brands that are just beloved and that have a long history of serving the consumer for many, many generations and are still popular and still relevant. That's your TikTok update for Friday. You can find out more about all of these stories everywhere we are. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and check us out on Instagram at TikTok. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrew Mock, and don't forget to tune in every weekday for all the global news you need to know.